Playing podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and today I'm joined by Marcus Hurley and Will. Uh, yeah, so we're in the height of summer right now, and really hot. And I've got a new mic situation, so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all a bit warm. So this isn't going to take very long. But hoping uh, everyone's had a nice summer. Um, just thought we'd check in, I suppose, because there have been a few games coming out, and the tiniest little shred of news. Um, first of which actually dropped last night, I was quite surprised to see. Uh, Sony tweeted that PlayStation VR 2 will be out early 2023, probably along with everything else, because uh, everything's been delayed past Christmas. But yeah, precisely. I bet they would have d- desperately wanted to try and get it in in time for Christmas. Uh, yeah. The must-have mm. must gadget, I must admit, I'll be, I'm waiting for the price, realistically, yeah. um, but... As I've said before, I still haven't dabbled with VR, and if I, if as I'm expecting, um, the the VR library, I already own some of the PS4 VR games because they came free, well with um with the PlayStation Plus, so I've got a number of VR games in my library already. I suspect the moment we see PSVR two go live, we'll see the PlayStation Plus extra subscription offer a load of the uh, the older VR games, uh, and people will be able to purchase a headset with a ready-made catalogue. Of games, yeah. that's going to be um, that's going to be quite good for Sony. I think that gives them a genuine differentiator against Game Pass because they'll have VR yeah. on it. Plus, there's the also, Res- Resident Evil VR. No, uh, you see, I don't well. like having to poo myself while playing games. I know, games. but that's going to be a massive <laughs> game changer in terms of sales as well. Though that's going to be a pull. I'm just too far behind on that series, and I know I shouldn't worry about it. I should be able well, to just to pick a, it up as it they're is separate now. Stories, they're, they're totally to, separate to, stories. It's um, like Final Fantasy. Are they, though? Are they, though? They are, are kind they of linked. Though? The characters oh, are okay. kind of linked from around... Yeah, they kind of could drop in and out. But yeah. to be honest, the, the saga from 7, 8, and whatever is going to be from 9, it's... Yeah, that's its own kind of self-contained with a guest character in 8. Hmm... I think my, my issue is I'm just not particularly bothered about... I don't know if Resi is a horror... I don't know what Resi is, to be honest. Resi 4 was an on-rails shooter. That was my the last time I played one. I had it on the Nintendo Wii, so uh, maybe I'm not doing it justice, but I can't quite work out what the Resident Evil games are. It's gone back to more horror with 7. Oh, OK. Uh, and 8. It's, there's some genuinely nightmarish stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the, the one bonus this has is that it might offset their hardware shortage, uh, yep. so people can get a PS5 for Christmas and then get the VR attachment after. I will bet you money that <laughs> we'll get an availability issue where the only PlayStation 5s available are the ones with the VR bundle. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm, game are going to well, put together some of their packages. It's just like, you know, we'll, we'll be seeing a 1500 quid PS PlayStation package. I mean, the VR's got to be £400, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. What do you reckon they'll do that as a bundle at Christmas with the promise that you'll get the VR when it's out? No, I can't see that. I've, uh, well, that's it could too happen. much faith because games losing a lot of faith at the moment. So mm. I think that's too much goodwill oh. to kind of try and trade on. You know what? It well, wouldn't they... surprise me if they did vouchers. You know, if 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 someone could say here is a day one delivery for PSVR via game, game have got yeah, a sale, they've got a pre-order. Yeah, it could happen. 
Yeah. So, like, yeah, if you uh, if you secure your pre-order, yeah, you get the PS5 here's, here's now. Yeah, pre-order for Christmas, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see it happening. I thought they would got they'd gone into administration again. To be honest, well, no, they're close. They're closing the Chelmsford one, though, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that was 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, and then I I must got confused. You saw game were closing rather than your local game is closing. They're shutting a few stores. Uh, I think I think mm. they still have a popular. Uh, you know, they have a decent high street model. The difficulty, as much as anything, is um, retail shops are being murdered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it is it just they're closing down? Uh, basically, depending on 4G availability. <laughs> <laughs> something like wherever there's uh, good internet they're struggling downloads yeah possibly Maybe. yeah see a lot of people you know a lot of parents still like to buy their kids a computer game but the difficulty is game with a bricks and mortar store just like the independent ones as well um, who yeah. are the real good guys in this story they're paying for bricks they're paying rent and yeah. they're paying business rates for bricks and mortar when the online ones don't need to do that so we're, we're, we're yeah killing it yeah. And can pass those savings back to the customer. To be in some honest, cases. I think the only yeah. one, the only retail gaming one that's going to probably continue will be CEX. Yeah, because they've got the second-hand market. Gougy, gougy, which is bastards. which is gold, gold dust. Yeah, pick up a second-hand mm. PS5 game, you're not going to be selling out the seventy quid. Yeah, but they charge nearly new. They charge <laughs> nearly. I've quite often I've gone into CEX and I've seen games that I could buy cheaper new. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and then you've got your older console generation ones as well that pop up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the last time I went in a game, it was to buy this Switch here that does just about fuck all. But um, <laughs> Oh, you mean your novelty doorstop? Yeah, my uh, my cable holder <laughs> charger. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that was the only other time. I've sort of been put off buying uh, software from game just simply because... I couldn't get my head around the idea of of, of software being out of stock. Yeah. You mean the cardboard out is out of stock that it's in? You know, it's just I just couldn't. I can't. Doesn't compute. Yeah. Unless you're getting like special editions of things, I suppose, with figures in and puppets. I don't know. It's a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, I'm just going to move this story up, I think, because uh, it, it did actually get a bit of an update on it today. And Ooh. that's that this uh, Knights of the Old Republic... Um, oh, that was looking... I saw an update a few days ago on that. Go on. They've switched developers, oh, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, it was last night Bloomberg reported that the Knights of the Old Republic remake is being made by Sabre Interactive now and not just, like, lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I've it's got all a bit. Hopes. No, they haven't got much of a reputation, really. Um, I don't think this. I think it's probably just going to end up being a fairly standard upgrade rather than an absolute rebuild. Yeah. So that yeah. really does tank my excitement. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I just saw that. I thought it was uh, certainly certainly stuck out to me. Amidst the uh, drought of news that we've had, I'm still waiting for a release date for Baldur's Gate Three. That's just that's all I want. Just Larian, give us a date. Tell us when you're ready. 
<laughs> but they don't. They don't. They're, they, they're just taking their sweet time because people oh. keep giving them money to test yeah. their game for them. That's it. But they're going to produce a good game. I, re- I hope. I reckon. I pray. Huh. And in the meantime, yeah. I've actually got quite a lot to play at the moment. So, but we'll go into that bit yeah. later. Sure. Okay. Yeah. The only other story I wanted to mention. It's not well. It was more more my uh, my comment on the news, which was uh, that they. They say that one of the protagonists in the new Grand Theft Auto will will be a female, which, uh, you know, in most other uh, forms of entertainment isn't really that progressive. But I think for GTA, it it is a bit. Yeah, I I just thought it could be a bit more progressive and uh, you could be you could play a cop, a corrupt cop, which caused a fair stir on Facebook, uh, on the IGN thread. And I got lots of feedback and replies. Some guy actually said I should play Sleeping Dogs because apparently that's got like a bit of a yeah, corrupt so cop storyline. Yeah, no, Sleeping Dogs is excellent. Um, there was a PS4, it was a PS3 game originally. I don't yeah. play it on PS4. So you, pl- uh, I can't remember his name. It's been a very long time. But you're basically playing a guy who goes deep undercover with the um, with the triads. I think it is because it's Hong Kong. Isn't um, that the one based on Chai Yong Fat? What's that? No, I know what you're thinking of. It's that one, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's a GTA clone. You've got driving, sh- uh, you know, overhead shooting, all of that sort of stuff. But the, the story-wise, I thought it was really good because you, you basically you play, play the tri you play triad missions and you play cop missions because you're you're an undercover cop and you're trying to keep your story and you get involved with all these gangsters and also helping solve crimes. It's 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 a really good, fun, open-world game. But, yeah, it totally makes sense. I'm quite surprised you've not played it, Rob. Well, it's just one of those sort of open-world games that fell down the cracks, you know. Like, I quite often... There's loads of them that I don't play, like Far yeah. Cry and um, Saints Row. I'm probably not going to bother with after the reviews have come in for that one. No, I'm um, not. I'm, Sleeping Dogs was a better game. It, sadly, um, it never made a sequel. The, the developer closed down because of people like you, really. Not willing to give it a try. It was a good game. <laughs> your fault, Howard. Your my fault. fault for not having my fault for having a job and a commute. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> you killed that studio. That's Still, it. It's all on me. Me if and you've my got selfish a PlayStation Now trial or something. It might be worth checking out. Well, I well, don't know. Yeah. I, I think maybe we should, he should just let Sleeping Dogs lie. <laughs> Which is the whole purpose of Thanks this Thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. <laughs> that was the uh, Not Playing Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, this whole conversation was just a set-up for that, let's face it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I've really got. Um, I, I think the, the only reason I mentioned the whole uh, cop thing for GTA was just that I, f- I feel like the whole gangster thing's a bit played out. And um, I think maybe the, the thing is, I think that... I think if G, if Rockstar was under the same management, they might have gone down that road. But I, I just don't think they've got the balls now, honestly, to uh, to pick such yeah. a fiery topic. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not going to try and second guess them. I, I think my issue, though, is that I have not enjoyed GTA for a long time. Um, I, I think I last played probably San Andreas or Vice City along, along those times, and it just did nothing for me. Um, and I don't, I don't see anything new in the formula uh, to make me want to come back. Fair enough. 
I think I've always just been enamoured with like the the level of detail and polish they have, and they have tried to do some interesting things with the storyline. The last one I quite liked because they did the whole three characters and you get to sort of switch between them at any time. I thought that was quite cool. Yeah. Um, but in terms of actual characters and narratives, it's not all that inspiring. Um, beyond just being shocking and yes. ultra violent. I think it would be better to have a abuse of power simulation rather than just another power simulation. I cool. thought that might be more interesting. But anyway, um, I got well, quite a lot of uh, thumbs up for that comment. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's a good idea. I thought it was an interesting, interesting yeah. take on, on what makes a gangster. You know, essentially it's all about power manipulation and yeah, using the, your environment and becoming a, a kingpin of it. And who's to say some police don't do that? Who knows? <laughs> exactly. And you could dangle carrots at people, giving them an easy route through yeah. things that might have like moral implications later down the line, you know? Or, yeah. It's, 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 it's ripe for it. Maybe I just have to do this myself. <laughs> yeah. It just I just don't have the budget. Auto auto theft. Theft auto Is this to, auto, uh, auto theft to, grand? Yeah, mine would be more of like a text adventure, I think. <laughs> Do you take the wad of money? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah, something no, like that. I, I don't really have much news, but I just thought before we jump into games, um, I've been catching yeah. up on um, the big sort of video gamey sort of esports event, Evo. 2022 it was evolution it's basically oh, just yeah. like the uh, online gaming tournaments and stuff like that okay. but they were playing through a lot of old games and made a couple of announcements and stuff so there was like a teaser for Tekken 8 which was literally just Kazuya Mishima looking at the camera and doing a weird smile um, <laughs> <laughs> so it could be Tekken 8 or it could be a, a reboot going back to Tekken 1 we don't know the guy who created the series um, Harada turned up pointed at the screen drummed on the head of one of the commentators and ran off literally <laughs> um, weird I know bizarre um, yeah no it's just been quite nice because you know you see like a lot of these old games that came out a couple of years ago well quite a few years ago like Soul Calibur 6 and stuff like that and all of the high level players and stuff going through a couple of really cool kind of adverts um, there was a hashtag for um, basically there was an old Capcom game Marvel vs Capcom 2 oh, it came out during the Dreamcast yeah. era and there's yeah. a hashtag that was going around called FreeMVC2 and um, I think this is as close as it's ever going to be freed basically because of the way Capcom and Marvel are now Marvel's Disney so it's in licensing hell oh, so these course, games yeah. will never you'll, the infinite one that came out was a bit cack but it was basically these kind of games you'll probably never see again Unless they work with SNK and do another one of those, but they um, they released a, an actual video game cabinet um, by these guys called One Up or Arcade oh, yeah. One Up, and yeah. it's, I think it's like five hundred quid or something like that. But it literally has Edson um, versus Street Fighter, Marvel oh. versus Street Fighter, Marvel versus Capcom, Marvel versus Capcom Two. It's got X Men: Children of the Atom as well. And I think it might have Marvel superheroes. I think it's got eight games in this cabinet. And it also, you can go online as well and play. It's a, literally a full size arcade cabinet running on the actual hardware as well. Um, that but the weird awesome. thing is, they managed to negotiate that because they found a loophole. Technically, something like that is classed as a high class toy. 
And so it doesn't come under software. So the whole quagmire of going through lawyers and everything, and it took the guy who basically got the deal in the first place, he went back and spoke to a couple of people for this to happen. But yeah, yeah I think this this I think it won't ever come out on consoles. If that happens, I'm definitely gonna buy a copy though. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's just interesting to see like all this kind of it's almost like movie studio level of bullshit. Like, you know, you kind of think a film like Ready Player One, as fun as it is, and it's amazing, the spectacle you see, but then you walk away and you think about the legal implications of how many things have shown up in this film, mm-hmm. <laughs> how much of the budget has gone towards just licensing and legality, and you just yeah. think it's insane that video games are at that level now. I mean, I used to always joke about the next Smash Brothers announcement for um, Smash Brothers Ultimate. A game like that will probably never exist in that level again as well, because that yeah. had something like 50 different franchises in there or something plus. Um, yeah, it's the reason you get all those casual uh, references to Star Wars yeah. and Marvel films, because they own it all, exactly. so it doesn't matter. get away with it, whereas if you did yeah. that before, it was like a guy would turn up with white gloves and, <clears throat> and hold his hand out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. just, I just find, I, I love this side of the video oh. game industry. News, um, news, news! <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, yeah, I'll wrap up. But um, yeah, I've just been enjoying that. I'm still partway through a bit of it. And it's just interesting seeing all this sort of stuff and news and games coming out and various other ones uh, that are still yet to come out. Like there's one called Skullgirls. That's still going strong. Um, it's cool. still getting more characters coming out. It was this guy who was pretty much a lone studio doing this beam up and it was drawn spectacularly almost in the kind of pseudo cuphead kind of style um, but that came out eons ago and that's still kind of going strong and getting a lot of love so yeah it's quite nice to kind of have a, a catch up weekend with a few of my f- favourite video gamey things over to you Will. it's worth, yeah, worth pointing out as we record um, an hour and five minutes ago the Gamescon opening night thingy with Jeff Keighley kicked off and I was oh, just uh, scrolling well through. Uh, but what I would like to say, there's a bit of news that particularly interests me. On the 19th of September, which, as I'm sure you will all know, is both my wedding anniversary, but more importantly, International Talk Like a Pirate Day, yes. we are getting the release of Return to Monkey Island. Oh, yay! <laughs> cool. Nice. 19th of September, you yeah, say? Yes, that's a couple of weeks. It's about three, three or four weeks away. Let's go. That is pretty quick. That's super exciting for me. I'm... I'm Day one, no doubt. Yeah, Amazing. there's nothing much else out. I might be looking at that. Yeah. Do we know how it's getting released? Is it on Games Pass or oh, anything like I that? Don't, it doesn't mention that. Um, I think I will probably pay for it anyway. What I would love would be a Switch release. That's that. To me, it feels like it's almost certainly an amazing commute game. Um, you know, mm. but also I don't, we'll see what it comes out on day one. Uh, but there's no specific much, uh, mention of that. No, okay. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm earmarking that date for sure right now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm up, I'm up for some monkey, monkeying around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> return so to. Return to Monkey Island. Um, just quickly, uh, just going through the highlights of the the Gamescom conference. So there's a new Tales from the Borderlands. You know the Telltale series. I don't know if it's Telltale making it because they uh, they kind of died a death, but there's a new new one of those uh, coming out. I think they think they are about now. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Okay, what else we got? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is down as February 2023. 
<laughs> of course it is. So that they still the qualifies as this financial year yeah. and it might be a bit buggy if they rush it out for them. <laughs> yeah. Hogwarts. So that's Hogwarts Legacy is February. 20, yep. Next year. That's uh, Midnight Suns got delayed again, didn't it, as well? I know, I know. Yeah. So uh, that was, that was the one thing Island. that I was... Well, that was the one thing I was looking out, looking for, looking forward to that wasn't God of War Ragnarok, which yeah. absolutely will not get delayed. It's completely fine. I have all four appendages on wood right now. Yeah. So there's, there's a new play, there's a new fancy PlayStation Five controller announced called the DualSense Edge, but quite frankly, I like the one I've got. But it's got all sorts of extra magic buttons. Um, and a sequel to Lords of the Fallen is on its way, but I. Didn't That's the think much. sci-fi uh, Dark Souls thing, isn't it? I don't know. I didn't know it was sci-fi, but it's a, it's a dark, it was one. It was one of the earlier Dark Souls cli- um, um, uh, clones. That was the word. Yeah, Goat Simulator Three, uh, the game that yeah. skipped a sequel. There wasn't a two. I um, know. Have you seen the video for that? It's <laughs> amazing. I didn't, didn't realise that. Did you see? The, have you seen the video trailer for it? No, I there was, there was sure a game that came out in. Um, I think it was quite a few E3s ago. It's mm. one of those Zombie Island ones where the guy's running. He's got headphones on, and everyone's slowly turning into a zombie around him, and he doesn't notice. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. They parodied that that trailer. To the nice. point where you think you're watching that again, you're like, "Didn't we see this like five years ago?" Yeah. And then it goes all it goes all crazy. It's worth a watch. It's hilarious. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I got quite a lot of Goat Simulator out of my system, so. <laughs> <laughs> so just... yeah, you just you just on the uh, Eurogamer yeah front the Eurogamer page. feed. I'm up to date. That's the most interesting stuff to me out of that. Certainly, yeah, see what, see what did recently drop fairly recently. Um, Expansion to Aliens Fireteam, like new missions and stuff like that. I've been wanting to get back into this game because I kind of stopped it, but um, hmm. I kind of feel like I, I need to go back into this game because it's too good of a little Aliens game to ignore, and yeah. I kind of wanna. I just, I just think, I just still when I think back now, okay, it was, it was majorly polished compared to Colonial Marines, which had how much money thrown at it. Um, and it was a tiny studio with 40 people, max. Yeah. Including all levels of the company. Um, and it's just like how they managed to do that. They got the license and basically just said, we're going to make a game. First video game as that, li- as that studio. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was yeah, a bit no, weird three pre- player rather than four. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I want to try and make more time for gaming with you guys as well, as and when we can. Um, I mean, I, it, I, it's but, worth pointing out that I think that, I think, um, for those listening, uh, it's on both Game Pass and on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So um, it, it is that? out there. What? Um, Which one? Aliens. What was it? Fire teams. Uh, yeah, Aliens Fire Team. Okay. We played it's that. It's got the missions dropped. Yeah, we did it once. Yeah. It looks yeah. like uh, that Funcom are making a June uh, MMO or something, mm. which could be. I mean, as much as I just just don't really have time in my life for an MMO that's like pretty cool sorry I'm just trying to consume all of this now yeah there's a ton of it it's all we happening we really timed this perfectly didn't we <laughs> yeah once again well cool shall, yeah. shall we move on is there, is there any more I mean obviously there's breaking news right now but quite frankly oh, there's going to be crossplay coming in as well for Fireteam later on 
Okay, lo- oh, that'll help. That'll yeah. help. Oh, then I don't have to subscribe to PlayStation yeah. Play Home. Uh, I'll, 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 well, it'll be later on, so yeah, we'll come back to that. But yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. There's something called Atlas Fallen and Stranded Alien Dawn World. Oh, no, Stranded Alien Dawn World Premiere. Um, nice. And Is that the sequel to the Lies Adobe Photoshop? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's all, it's all happening. They're uploading everything as it's happening, so... Oh, right, okay, so that was a bit chaotic, but a bit more news than you're expecting. Um, We're like, news! It's <laughs> all so, oh, happening! Oh, well. Excellent. At least I don't have to tediously make a list now and then record like four weeks later and forget everything that's on the list. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Hurrah! Hurrah for games coming out at some point. As it were, Monkey Island's got me excited, I must say. Yeah. Anything with an actual date on it, even though it might be lies, uh, makes me more excited. Although putting a date on it that's not very far away usually means that's a date worth worrying about. Or it's worth... Yeah, yeah I, I think if they've now announced Monkey Island on September the 19th, it's because they've finished it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's, there's, there's no way they're going to... You know, less than a month away. I mean, that's, that's magnificent. It's in the holding pattern in the sky waiting to land. That's yeah. pretty much at the point. Yeah. So that, that, that's wicked. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, then. Games. Uh, I suppose the big one that's come out since we last spoke is probably Stray. Yeah, let's not pussyfoot around. Let's just get her in there. Oh. Spire, have you guys here for? For those... <laughs> one-liners it's like having Roger Moore around (laughs) (laughs) Roger Lee yeah Um, yeah so yeah straight Uh, I picked this up because um, I actually went for the uh, PlayStation Extra deal because this was in it um, and it worked out like about half price uh, to getting it on Steam so um, yeah I did that and I can't yeah, I've cancelled it now already, but because um, I finished it, and I did download a few extra games. But anyway, Stray. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, you're a cat, a fun little and, indie uh, game. Yeah, you do cool little cat things like claw up the floor and claw at the wall, jump about on things. Uh, there's a lot of jumping about on things. It's, upset but it's robots, weird. I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do upset robots, especially if you jump on their like board game and stuff. But um, you're sort of going around and um, you've got you end up sort of uh, coming across this little robot thing, which makes you slightly less like a cat um, in that you can kind of converse with these little with these towering robot things, actually, that you're trying to help out. But you're basically trying to uh, escape from this enclosed city and uh, up and up you go. Um, It's about I, I finished it in about Actually, I think it was more like about five or six hours, I think. Yeah, it took I've heard me. it's about that. I haven't quite finished it yet, but I don't mind yeah. if we do like little spoilers and stuff because I'm just enjoying nah, being a cat. Not... Yeah, it's Still. fine, yeah. Yeah, it's fun being a cat. I mean, it's it's a very... Um, it's got that... The, the game it reminded me most of, actually, was Half-Life because it's got that kind of... Um, continual film, it? Well, it's just super immersive <laughs> and it doesn't... The camera doesn't cut very much, and it's a very comprehensive, like, it's a very coherent mm. world. Like, even as you go higher and higher, 
Um, it's great, actually, because you do get opportunities to really get an appreciation of how high you have climbed. Um, so that's quite cool. Um, in terms of like the range of things you can do, other than specific like clawing on things and just being a cat. Um, yeah, it's a lot of jumping, a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of evasion involved, um, luring things out a bit and trying to circumvent these horrible gribbly things that do resemble, funnily enough, the head crabs from half Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can definitely see where they're coming from. Um, and yeah, it's quite neat. There are occasionally a few times where it just sort of like plonked you in a sort of open space and made you sort of explore a bit. And that's where I kind of thought it was weakest and it felt a bit slow. And I, I mean, it might've just been the time of day I was playing it at, but Mm. I might've, uh, flaked out a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Just wandering um, around. Yeah. I'm 43. So I'm allowed. Um, yeah, but otherwise, I thought it was a cracking little game. Um, it's well up there on my list of the year. Being a friend at work, I've been saying um, if they do a sequel to it, Choice of Cats, it's got to be an option. Choose your yeah. cat. Choose your yeah. cat avatar. Cavatar. Cat-a- that, catatar. That's a real <laughs> missed opportunity, that really, because... Yeah. It doesn't really have any bearing, you know, you, you, it's, there's nothing specific to being a Tomcat no. or a Siamese cat. Um, but you could almost like, yeah, I mean, you could really go to town with that, couldn't you? Because you exactly. might have different, uh, they might give you lif- different modifiers. But, the, the, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to go too far along the lines Everyone's of cat PG. Cat and it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, even like just the ability to... Um, I mean, thank God there's no, like, microtransactions involved, but that's another thing you could do, like, is have these uh, unlockable, um, wearable things or something. Even in the game, like, being able to pick up things to to stick on yourself, Hmm. I suppose. But... Sorry, are we talking about skins for the cat? Yeah, Yeah. cat skins. There's plenty of ways to do that. Cat skins and decorations <laughs> and everything. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of the well, locations, you haven't got enough room to swing one, though. So it's, like, it's true, it's true. But Maybe by the ninth game. Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you what, though. How many of you got the, tro- got the trophy a little chatty? How, how quickly did you earn that? <laughs> oh, I might have that. I can't remember. It's basically when you press the meow button so many times. <laughs> you get an achievement. Oh really? You were you were meowing so much. You got I an achievement for so, it. Uh, well, since I started it, I might as well embarrass myself further. You know the bit right at the start of the game where you you were with all the cats and that nice little alcove bit, and it's like raining a little yeah. bit outside. Yeah, I got mine there. <laughs> oh so my you god! Even left the open. Oh god! Game hadn't even started. <laughs> I pressed the meow button so many times. I didn't realise I'd pressed it so many times. So, so, look at this. I pressed the button and and the cat makes a cat noise. I I don't have that. I don't have that. I've got Catastrophe. Tried to play Mahjong with the robots. That's knocked over their board game. I've got Curiosity Killed the Cat. Wear the paper paper bag. bag. Brilliant. Inverted controls. Love it. These ones are a bit spoilery, so I won't do them. Hmm. But yeah, yeah basically, if you keep did... meowing, you, you earn a 
Yeah, it was a bit a bit chatty or something like that. <laughs> oh, there's a oh yeah, a little chatty meow yeah. meow a hundred times. Oh, Silver God, trophy. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh God. Wow. I got a catapult. Jump five hundred times. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I know what I'm working on next. <laughs> I'm gonna play some. I'm gonna finish it tonight, actually, after recording. Because, um, yeah, I'll just make sure I keep jumping around as I'm walking. Yeah, just meow and jump a lot. Just hit all the buttons, <laughs> mash them. Cool. Um, you be, so did you play uh, Stray Will? Uh, I had a brief got- dabble and download, but I must admit, um, I got I got uh, distracted by a guilty pleasure. Um, oh yeah, go on then. Well, Do I, tell. I, I'm well on my way to a second platinum for the same game um, <laughs> <laughs> because I de- I accidentally downloaded Ghost of Tsushima. I think I mentioned it last episode. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah. And I have completed it. I'm just doing the mop up for the plat. Um, although, uh, basically, I, I have to say, I'm I'm very much getting into i think what playstation plus extra can offer it's like game pass but there's some uh, some games on there i've been meaning to dabble with so I, th- I think i spoke last time i had a play on returnal and a couple of things now this afternoon because i had today off this afternoon i actually thought i'd have a go at demon souls I, I've been, i'm very much not normally a souls fan but this time i think it's gripping me a bit i can't i can't i don't know whether i'll make it all the way through but i've defeated two bosses now and sort of restarted with a different character to try and get my build going but i'm rather uh, rather enjoying it it's it's i'm starting to i think get what it's about so we'll see where we go what with sort this of one. Uh, what sort of build did you go for then with this well i started off as a knight so heavy armor shield big sword but i, I um i've then actually gone back as a royal magic wielder uh, just before we started um recording i killed phalanx with my royal so the first boss, which then allows you to start doing it, because you need to kill your first demon to be able to start levelling up. So that's when my yeah. character build googling comes in. Now, this I don't like that this is a game, in my opinion, that is essentially impenetrable without looking stuff up. I think Elden Ring yeah. was the same. Yeah. It, it bugs me. That's my, main, that's my main problem with all of them. Yeah. It drives me up yeah. the fucking wall. Yeah, I, I don't... No excuse. There's no excuse for it. It's, no. It's shit. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's it's baffling. It doesn't. So it'll give you symbols for stats, but it won't even actually tell you, as far as I can tell, what those symbols mean and therefore what they're reflective of. I can't quite no, work out why I why I can use that shield but can't use that shield. Well, they appear to weigh the same and have the same stats, but apparently one's too heavy. And it's just what, what is this nonsense? Uh, it's no... it's because it, it gives you a greater appreciation for understanding the game, looking it up. Um, that in itself is a whole other meta game mm. on top of this game yeah. that people that some that most people love. Weirdly, yeah, yeah. it's strange. But I think it's it's oh, kind of almost fuck. a bit. I don't want to say D and D because it's not D and D. Rob, you play D and D, so you know D and D. But it's almost a bit like that element. Come across something and stuff like that, and you know there's a source of law around it. And I think that's what pushes people into it. It's like a, it's like if someone took D and D and went, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tear some pages out of all of the books and scatter them literally out of the window. Go find them, my children. Go yeah. find them, and then you'll work out what the hell to do. I mean, I think it's all tied up in this let's play culture of 
yeah. watching other people learning it, off it, other players. To be honest, like, how but, fucking dull is that? Fuck's um, sake! Just yeah, but tell me how uh, it works. But the thing is, I think it's more. I think it's more the community element of it, though. I think oh, it's, it's a different that. type of game. I just want to know how to play the game. I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, but don't forget, Rob. There's a whole generation of people that have no idea what couch co-op is. The idea of going around to your friends and playing a video game in their house with them at the same time, that's like, that doesn't almost exist anymore. Well, no, no, there's no need for that, is it? No. <laughs> but no, why, I why just would I meet you in person? I see your face in the corner. <laughs> yeah, there's a level of like UX and stuff that I just find offensive on mm. these uh I mean these some, games. some of the whole Soulsborne things well, are pretty cool. UX. Like in Bloodborne when you find all the bits of lore and then you put it together as you're going through the game. You know, you 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 speak to certain people and stuff and everything. And you can just ignore it and go, actually I'm just gonna hack and slash my way through this thing. You know, through the big weird wolf thing that was once a priest or something like that. Um mm. but you come across if you put it all together, it turns into this kind of Lovecraftian Catholic Church nightmare, which I think would be fucking amazing if they did it as a Netflix series of the entire thing. Um, you know, but I just think like it's the the story for a lot of these it's half nonsense, half genius. You know, it's just impenetrable. So I got, I can't really comment. Yeah, blunt knobs all around. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, anyway, it's, it's different. It may not be for us, but it's different. So if you, uh, so so you reckon you'll? I mean, I played a bit of that Demon Souls because I got it when it was seventy quid. But there was only like two games out for PlayStation Five at the time, so yeah. I just got it. I, I luckily I managed to get um, just about half the money back when I sold it on um, after getting about ten hours in. Um, I think we, I basically got to that dragons flying over the bridge and just went, uh, no. We remember the Chronicles of Roberto well. Yeah. You went from, this is amazing, to, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I never said it was amazing, but I did sort of think, oh, okay, I'll persevere. And then it got to the point where it was like, no, but there's an actual way to go through this game. You've got to go on this website and then follow the instructions of which way to go. And it's like, oh, okay. But actually, that's the story. Of, that's the campaign. A lot of games is a kind of, Yeah, the but, campaign is a fucking walkthrough. Yeah, but what you've also described is traditional Super Mario Brothers as well. So I don't sense, like any of it. It's all stupid. In that sense, I mean, I've just thought about that. And actually, when we were playing like Mario and Sonic the Hedgehog, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> I mean, I played. I think I played Monkey Island like that. Funnily enough. <laughs> Um, and I still, the first two I sort of played with help. Mm. Um, it was me and like another mate of mine at the time. And if neither of us could figure out what to do, we'd just read how to do it in a magazine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just don't really, I don't really have a lot of time for that. I find stuff, I find it generally unsatisfying if I have to look things up, even in Horizon, you know, there's been the odd thing where I've gone, what the fuck, where is so-and-so? And they're not there, and then you read, you look it up, and you go, "Oh no, you don't have to go there," even though there's a quest marker for it. But th- this just happens because these games are so massive, and that's why they're still updating them like months after they come out. Can I just um, call out anyway. a quick thing? Uh, I mentioned earlier, I found the article now. Return to Monkey Island's coming out on on the nineteenth of September on Nintendo Switch and PC. 
So I think that feels like a nice little uh, commute game for me. I think that'll definitely be one for the Switch. Yeah. Do you know like how they how that will control? Will it just be like a joystick on a, or will it be touchscreen? Oh, it'd be lovely if it was uh, touchscreen, but there's no. Yeah. Can't see anything on that. Well, we don't even know how it controls on PC. It might be actual direct control over Guybrush because I know some of the games work like that. Yeah, I didn't like them. I believe this is a this is back to point and click, but I expect it'll be a modernised mm. approach on it. Whatever, we shall see. Is it less than a month? It might even be out before we record next. Yeah, the yeah, last um, oh yeah, highly likely. Um, the last um, point and click game I played was Broken Age, which was the uh, the kickstarted game I remember that, yeah. from um, you know those guys that did Psychonauts, Double Fine. Yeah. And I, I, I did find it okay to a point, but it, it was just so zany and some of the puzzles were a bit like batshit. I'm wondering like what sort of Monkey Island game, because the Monkey Island games was both of them together, wasn't it? Ron Gilbert and... Um, the other one, Schaefer. Schaefer, Tim Schaefer. So um, I know Ron Gilbert was probably slightly more senior in the, in the hierarchy or something. But um, yeah, I, I'm interested to see like how zany it is and how frustrating the puzzles are because I, I yeah. must say like again it's like it's like that whole looking things up kind of bums me out you know like dropping the difficulty on a boss it's like ugh. I know I should get good but I just don't have time for shit like that these days no I just saw a little thing I was watching the Monkey Island trailer and it flashed up free horse armour with pre-order oh brilliant <laughs> <laughs> nice one see what you're doing there I don't think they're very serious <laughs> Um, I played a couple of, um, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for, um, well, you know, I find these point and click things, mostly I enjoy the story. And mm. what's better than that, or can be better than that sometimes, is a game where there are no puzzles. It's just it's just storyline and choices, which is kind of, you could argue, what these games evolved into with like the Walking Dead series. And a game that's kind of a bit like that, that came out, I think it was literally the same day as Stray. Feel the power is, of the Segway. Bring it, bring it, Rob is As Dust Falls, which uh, became available on Game Past. Game Past? Game Pass. Game Past, Game um, Present, Game Future. Yeah, and you're sort of... And, and it's um, it's quite cool because I think the... Well, the idea... I think they're inspired by some of these horror games that came out on PlayStation and... Oh, um, Supermassive Games. Until Dawn and the other one where you could actually play the multiplayer... So you can control it with your tablet or your yeah. phone or whatever. You just download the app. And so it's quite cool, but I, I'm not sure how it works in multiplayer. I didn't try that, but I did play it on my tablet just for comfort purposes. Because um, a lot of it's like making gestures and things that I imagine being a bit awkward on a controller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you sort of play as this guy who's uh, driving his family through the desert and you stop at services and there's a bit of a to-do in a hotel, in a stop, in a motel. Um, and then you sort of change perspective and you'll change, you're then playing as one of the kids who sort of incites this incident at this motel and all the way through it, you know, you're trying to make moral choices at the end of each chapter, you get to see all the different array of choices you could have made and things you didn't see. Um, yeah. so it does, um, it's, it's, there was enough going on there that, I could probably play this again, maybe in a multiplayer environment. 
um, even though I know how things might turn out, yeah. that won't necessarily be how they do. Um, if I were to replay it, um, that's probably the only reason I would replay it because it's it's a fairly passive experience. But I quite like them sometimes when I'm a bit knackered from work or you know my brain's just not in gear for a proper real time game. Yeah. So yeah, I played that, and then I played another game that was I didn't realise at the time um, came out originally on mobile um, and has recently been ported to everything else and that's called south of the circle and in this one it's similar you're just basically you've got these shapes that appear on screen rather than actual replies right um and you sort of just go with your gut like (laughs) how you want to react to the situation it's kind of like spiky response versus a Rounded responses. Yeah, that that sort of thing, yeah. But you sort of wake up and you've basically crashed in the snow Hmm. and your mate says, look, there's a light over there, go and get help. So you set off that way, trundling along, controlling your man a bit, and then it sort of then segues or does like a flashback of you meeting this woman. And and so it's sort of, um, as things are happening in the present, they relate to the past and yeah. I mean, it would have, it would be just a fine movie to watch, but it's got like this interactive component. Um, and if you approach it that way, then I think you'll be quite um, surprised at uh, the the emotional highs and lows that it reaches. Um, but like I say, this I think this won awards when it first came out on on the on the mobile. Yeah. But it's now available to play on on everything else. So and it was only like eight quid or something. Uh, that was with my PlayStation Extra discount, though. Um, but it's on everything, and it's quite cool. It's called South of the Circle, okay. and it's only a couple of hours. Um, but I quite like that. Yeah. I also had I also had a quick go on Returnal. Um, not sure that's for me. No, not a... for me. But what they did with the triggers was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yes, yes, I did love that. Yes, because it really is very uh, distinct between those. Like just pressing it slightly in. It yeah. feels like you're pressing it all the way in, but it goes back further if yeah, you want. Like, and basically, you give, the, you give the trigger a squeeze and it hits a fair level of resistance. That's your normal shot. But if you really squeeze it hard, that's your secondary shot. So for a single trigger, depending on the press, but it's the first time I've found the trigger used in such an unusual and interesting way because it's, ter- it's turned one button into two buttons, basically. It's, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I did download quite a few little things I've got the Call of Cthulhu game but I've not tried that yet I've got Death Stranding but I've not really played that yeah, yet I can't see myself picking uh, I don't know why I don't, I don't think Death Stranding will ever be my thing no it's coming out on Game Pass as well this week so I might see oh, okay. what it looks like there I can do literally I can do a like for like comparison fair enough uh, yeah. if I want um, the only other thing I played was uh, I finally got back to Banner Saga it's a really great game I think I kickstarted it back in the day you're just watching these Vikings, like these really giant Viking dudes. Yeah. Uh, it's like this apocalyptic scenario, and you're watching them go left to right along these lovely steel artwork canvases. Yeah. Um, and then every now and then there's a turn-based battle. Um, cool. I think this last one, they've, they've gone a bit... Uh, they've, they've really pulled the stops out with the actual animated cutscenes. Right. And every, all your all you do, I was able to actually import my save from part two, even right. though that was five years ago. <laughs> cool. um, and so all my dudes were like with all their abilities as I'd left them. 
Um, and you end up with a massive roster of characters to choose from. You've got like these centaur type dudes who are really tough and can run through enemies. Um, yeah. And then and, and there's a lot more magic and, and it's all it's all really it seems a little bit more of a cakewalk. And because um, you're not really starting from scratch if you can import your save and you've min maxed it a bit. Um, so I'm just kind of just enjoying the story from what I can remember. Yeah. Um, and just sort of watching it all. Uh, um, what's it called? Conclude, basically. Uh, so there's that. And 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 of course I'm still I'm still plugging away at Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Um, I'm 80 hours in now. I still keep finding loads of side I quests think I to stop me from it in less than 80. I really do. Just, yeah, I know. I think stop, you did. Stop playing the side quests, Rob. Honestly, I think I've definitely, I've definitely like started to prioritise them a bit. Mm. Like the rebel outposts, I'm kind of like just fucking them off unless they're right in front of me. Yeah, you know, um, and uh, and I have, I'm, I'm in like I did like do a little sneaky look on a walkthrough, and I'm on the final stretch. Right, I'm on the final stretch. Just, just kill the main quest and decide if you want to do any more after that. Right. Yeah, I've met up, I've met up, basically I've met up with that like Polynesian girl uh, and I'm off to San Francisco now. Oh okay. Yes, I know where you are. Yeah. So, yeah. And I've, and most of the map is unlocked. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I have been I really felt like a sort of resurgence with it uh the other week and I've sort of just been even if I haven't had the whole night to play it, I've just gone, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go in and just just for an hour and yeah. and smash yeah. some get some shit done." Um, so I, I, I definitely think I'm on course to finish it this year. Hope maybe by the next episode of this. Cool, but definitely before God of War comes out. Yes, because that will be that's my deadline. That will it? be that will yeah. be my uh, my main squeeze. What was I uh, date for that? For the rest of the year. <laughs> it's November. It's got to be end of the year, isn't it? I think it's the beginning of November. Cool. But that's mad, isn't it? To have my to be fully satisfied by two games. Two Sony exclusives in one year. Yeah. Like that that's kind of how I roll these days. <laughs> I'll just get I'll just bring every last ounce out of it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm happy. If I I'm in no particular I have until like maybe the last few weeks, I've had no real desire to finish that game. Similar to you, Marcus, with Final Fantasy. It's like I just want it to still be there, really, oh. you know. And I feel like an idiot every time I play that game. I go back to it and I still haven't finished it the first time around or anything. I but do, it's just, I don't, whenever I, I go empathize. back to the world, oh. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? This is oh, beautiful. What's happened now? Uh, Gotham Knights has a release date. Oh, oh okay. That's gone PS5, exclu- uh, not exclusive, but it's dropped the PS4 element, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, next gen only or current gen only, yeah. depending how you look at it. Yeah, yeah 21st of October. Gen. That's nice. this year? Yep. Wow. Okay, so that's uh, that could be a spanner in the works then, if it's any good. If it's any good, I don't know why. I mean, it's by the it's by the ones that did Arkham Oranges, um, so it should be a, a perfectly capable game. And, and yet, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, I, I, it feels as though it's gone from the original thing just being a happy sort of street slappy take on bosses, almost a bit like. Um, you know the lightweight version of Baldur's Gate that came out for the PlayStation? Mm, vaguely. Dark Alliance. Kind, kind, yeah, kind of a bit like that. I got the feeling that it was kind of like that. You go through a story, in a sense, taking on bosses, co-op. Yeah, I think pushing the, the co-op 
detracting from the single player immersion would be my concern. I yeah. think I think if you're gearing a game for co-op, you you there's a danger of moving the immersion. I could be wrong. I'd love to be but, wrong. But then but then the way they described it is like easy drop in drop out co-op, yeah. which means that it shouldn't have as much of an impact. Yeah, you're hoping. But, but then, it, who knows what changes they've made? Well, the other thing that could be interesting. So you've got four main characters. They might, the, we know very little about this game. What if they GTA it? If you see what I mean, yeah. and each one of those characters has its own single player element. You can swap between, but then yeah. you can just call in one of them or whatever. That that could be interesting. We will. I I, I just don't know what to expect from it. Yeah, I've seen. I there. will be. I will be too busy with the new Plague Tale game. Probably. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah, because that's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. I've already preloaded it. Oh yeah, no. As I, as I say, I had a dabble at the first one, and your appetite for misery is greater than mine. Screw that. <laughs> had enough of plagues. Yeah, I do a little bit of crying with that, and then I'll do a lot of shouting with God of War afterwards. <laughs> nice. And then I'll probably need something nice and happy afterwards. Bit of after fluff. That. Bit of fluff. Oh, the Callisto Protocol, that looks like a sunny a game, doesn't fluff, it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's one other bit that I saw, um, we were on the Telltale Games, uh, Telltale have announced that they're going to be, I think it's next year, next summer, um, they're doing a, a series of The Expanse, I don't know, if, well, I've, I've, read oh, them, nice. I've, I've got the oh, books wow. on the bookshelf behind me, um, but the, the uh, Prime TV show is probably where you guys may know yeah, it from. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. can see that working. I mean, ep- episodically, based on the books as much as anything, I can see that working very, very well. It's an interesting world to explore. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think they could do in the universe of The Expanse really, really well. The, the authors well, are still living and going, and if they're working with the authors, oddly enough, one of who, one of them is uh, George Martin's PA, or was, Um Bizarrely. I know they're like they write under a pseudonym, like a single character, don't they? Like yeah, a single it, author. Yeah, yeah, but it's two people. I know that. I know they're like proteges, or like you say, yeah. one of them is. Um, and yeah, like I mean, I've always sort of thought of the Expanse a bit like Game of Thrones in space, and Telltale did a Game of Thrones game. So this is just this is just great. I think it really, could like. actually be quite good. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've, I'm. I've that's definitely on my radar. Yeah. Cool. I've kind of, I'm kind of done. I think as yeah. far as uh, things I had to say, and yeah. we've also had a bonus dollop of Gamescom. Yeah, we really measure. I didn't know that was on. To be honest, I was just quickly no. clicking through the news I, before we started. I thought it wasn't oh. until later. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, um, unless we just sit here and wait for things to come through. <laughs> it looks like we've got uh, Age of Empires four. That's like an expansion pack. It's going to be difficult to keep on track of all this. I did have a quick look through, and the Aliens Fireteam update actually came through 27th of July. So it already has crossplay between Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation. Oh, that's interesting. What? The Steam Xbox? That's a free update. Oh, no, that's cool. So Rob could play it on his PC using Game Pass, and you could play it on your PlayStation PlayStation. and play together. And I yeah. could play it on I no actually, no I'd need to play it on PlayStation because I'm not subscribed to Game Pass at the moment. I'm trying to I'm trying to be grown up with my subscriptions, but I'm with the amount of PlayStation stuff I've got in the catalogue sitting there. That's where my sub money's yeah, going right now. I've I, definitely yeah. got more PlayStation. I found that. Yeah, I'm fully expecting as well to see Ratchet and Clank come out. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm going to get my my uh, tenner a month or whatever it is out of this pretty easily. Yeah, it'll definitely come up. You know, you've got 
Uh, there's always my copy of Ratchet you can have whenever you like. Cool. Yes. I feel quite lucky that I had that PlayStation Now thing that I grabbed a while ago. Yes, yeah, that works. The stacks. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool, yeah, alright then, let's call it there, I guess. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Not Playing Podcast. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. And if you like what you've heard here, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time, bye! Never to agree, cause I suck. You suck. I suck at Call of Duty.